Hello, everyone, and welcome to the prayer experience. Please share this video uh, with your friends on your social media, and you can subscribe to Daily Talks Media, the UK channel. You can connect live, and you can leave your prayer requests, your praise reports, and your comments. And there is also a prayer experience hotline on the screen where that you can call and someone will pray with you. And I'd like to just say before we go into Thanksgiving that I am very thankful and I have been very blessed for almost two years now uh, when the uh, prayer experience just showed up on my phone one day and uh, I, I was immediately connected with them. Uh, I knew it was a safe place because uh, the word of God that they shared was was true and the comments uh, that they included with it, they were sound. And also what impressed me is that these people pray every day. Now, I know some ministries uh, here that pray Monday through Friday. But for someone to pray seven days a week, that let me know that these people are really dedicated to prayer and they believe in the power of prayer. So, again, we just want to welcome you and and also to thank uh, Pastor Daly and Pastor Dumaby for giving us this opportunity that we can pray together every day. So let's start by uh, thanking God for his goodness. Uh, and I want to uh, read from Matthew chapter 6. That's where all our verses will be coming from today is Matthew 6. But Matthew 6, 7 through 9 in the King James Version. This is Jesus talking. And he says, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard of their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. It says, your father knows what things that you have need of before you ask him. And after this manner, therefore, pray ye. And then Jesus tells us how to pray. We start off by saying, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So as we enter into prayer today and we think about Thanksgiving, you know, Jesus taught us how to pray. And we don't have to pray vain prayers of repetition. Uh, we can pray the word of God, which is not vain. And he starts by telling us that we should pray, hallowed be thy name. And so I looked up the word holy and listened to the definition of holy. Holy, one definition is exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. It means divine. So we all know that God is worthy and that he is exalted above everything else and that he is perfect in goodness and righteousness. And so we want to, to go into prayer today with that in mind, that the Lord is holy and that he is good and he's perfect and he's worthy of this time that we are coming together as, as one and our focus being on him and let's just acknowledge his holiness, his goodness today. Father, we just thank you that we have this opportunity that we can pray and that we can start our new work week off with prayer. Lord, we are a needy people. 
Lord, we need you as much today as we did the day that we accepted Jesus as our Lord. We acknowledge that we have needs in our lives. But Lord, we thank you that we have you. We are not without. And Lord, we want to acknowledge that you are holy. You are perfect and you are good and you are so worthy of all the attention that we give you. And Father, it is our prayer that we give you more. Because, Father, you gave everything for us. When you gave Jesus, you gave everything that pertains to life and godliness. And we are so thankful to be on the end that we can receive what you have given us. So, Father, today as we pray, we want to be led by your Spirit. Father, we want to be sensitive to the needs of the people that are listening, the people that will be listening. So, Lord, just lead us today as we share your word. Father, we don't want to be in error in any way. We don't want to be seen. We don't want to be heard. Father, we need to hear your voice. And that's what we ask for today. And that's what we believe that we receive. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us, for comforting us and leading us and guiding us today into all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. So we are staying in Matthew chapter 6, and we are going to take the inspired word from there. And, you know, we hear this often. Um, we pray this often because Jesus told us to pray this. Um, I long for this. I, I do. I long for God's kingdom to come into this earth. But after Jesus tells us to pray, hallowed be thy name, he tells us to pray in Matthew 6, <clears throat> 10, that his kingdom would come, that his will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So as we think about that, we know that God's will in earth is for it to be as it is in heaven. So let's just ask ourselves, how is it in heaven? You know, it is peaceful there. So when you think about life, and the things that come to rise of our peace. God's will is for us to have peace in our lives. It's not his will for us to live in turmoil, for us to live in strife. He wants us to have peace in earth because there is peace in heaven. And then you think about other circumstances in your life. You know, there could be lack in your life. And lack is real. We're not trying to deny, to deny that you're not experiencing lack because it is very real. It is a fact. But God's will concerning lack is that you would have provision as it is in heaven. You know, in heaven, there is no lack. There are no needs in heaven because God is rich. He is rich in every area. So he wants us to be rich and full in every area of our life. So whatever it is that you're facing today, whatever the voices are telling you, whatever it's looking like, we can know that in that situation that God wants your situation to be as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven, let it be in earth. So that is his will. So as we reflect on that, I think it covers so many areas in our life, because however it is in heaven, that's what God wants it to be for us. So in heaven, it's good. Think about it. There's, there's nothing bad in heaven. 
It's all good. You know, strife and division. There is no strife and division in, in heaven. So God does not want there to be strife and division in our lives. You know, the Bible says that it is lovely and it is beautiful and it is, it is pleasing to God when we dwell together in unity because in heaven there is unity. So as we reflect on that today, let's just receive God's word that he wants heaven in our lives today. He wants that manifest in every circumstance in our life today. So let's just receive, you know, it starts with us, right? I mean, there may not be heaven next door or there may not be heaven in your community, but it can start with us. So let that be our prayer today, that we want to truly see heaven in our lives so that we can be that light, we can be that bridge to other people so that they can experience some heaven on earth as well. You know, the Bible says that as we have freely received, freely we give. So as we receive heaven into our lives, then we can freely give that to other people. Father, we just come to you today and we thank you that Jesus taught us how to pray. And we know that when Jesus prays, the prayers are answered. It is yes and amen to the prayers of Jesus. So Jesus told us to pray that however it is in heaven, that it would be that way in earth. And so, Father, we just lift up these different circumstances that we're facing, challenges, things that don't look like heaven. Matter of fact, they look opposite of that. Those things want us to agree with them. But Father, we choose not to do that. By faith, we come to you today. And we ask you from our hearts, Lord, that your, your kingdom would be manifest in earth today, beginning in our own household, beginning with us. We want to see heaven or manifest in our homes with our children, with our uh, jobs, in our churches, Father, in our community. We want, we want to see heaven come in earth. And Lord, we know that's going to happen, but we pray, Lord, that it would be sooner rather than later. Father, come quickly in our lives. We, we need you. We, we need you, but we thank you that we have you. And Father, we just thank you that your kingdom is coming and your will is being done in earth as it is in heaven. And Father, we choose to believe you in these circumstances that we're facing. And Father, we thank you that heaven is coming. We, we say yes to your word. Father, we choose to believe what you say about situations. And so, Father, we thank you that it will be done according to your word. It shall be as you have said, Father, because you don't lie. And we just thank you that your kingdom is coming in earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. And so our next uh, prayers are going to be prayers for the church. And again, it is found in Matthew 6 in the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. And it's verse 11. It says, give us this day our daily bread. You know, I got to thinking about all the things that we need on a daily basis. You know, we can't go one day without certain things. I mean, you think about oxygen. 
You have to have oxygen. You have to have breath. I remember years ago, uh, I just heard this little phrase and I just wrote it. I wrote it down, but it says, Lord, I pray that your word becomes as important and as vital to me as oxygen because we can't live without it. You know, truly, we can't live without the word of God. And I'm going to give you a verse. It's Proverbs 4, and I think it's 20. And God says, my son, attend unto my word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. So there is life in the word of God. And there's not one day that we don't need the bread of the word of God. It's It sustains us. It's where we get life from. You know, truly, there's no life in anything else. You know, there may be temporary satisfaction. There may be some fulfillment for the moment. There may even, you know, be some pleasure, some, some joy in, in things, but it doesn't last. It's temporary. You know, the Bible says the things that we see, they're temporal. They are subject to change, but the things that we can't see are eternal. So God's word is the bread of life. You know, he was the, the bread that was broken for us so that we could be healed. So my prayer today is that we would realize the importance of God's word and that we need it just like we need the breath that we breathe every day and that we can't go a day without breathing. So Father, as we come to you, Lord, I pray for the church that you would help us to realize the importance of your word and help us to listen to you. Like you said in Proverbs chapter four, that we would give attention to your word and that we would focus on your word and we would set your word before our eyes and we would listen to your word because your word is life to those that find it and it is health to all of our flesh. So Father, I pray that your word becomes priority in our lives and we know that Jesus is the word. We can't separate Jesus from the word because that's who he is. So Father, help us to love the word, help us to hunger for your word and to just desire, Father, for your word. Your, your word says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Father, if we could just really taste and know you, Father, then we would want to be with you. To know you is to love you. And Father, I just ask you in Jesus' name to help your church to truly, truly love you with all of our hearts and souls and minds. And then, Father, we are able to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So I pray in the name of Jesus that everything else from our lives that is stealing our attention, that it would fade away, Lord, that we would really see it for what it is and help us to see that it's it's not really, it's not really pretty. It's not as glittery as it appears to be. But, Father, true life comes in your word. So help us to love your word and put your word first. In Jesus' name, amen. And now we are going to pray for the nations, and we're staying again in Matthew chapter 6, and it's verse 12. 
So Jesus goes on to tell us how to pray. And he says here that we should pray and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, you know, we all are in need of a savior and all have fallen short of the glory of God. There's no one that is exempt from that. We have all sinned and fallen short. But, you know, we don't have to live in that sin because when we live in that sin, it becomes bondage to us. So when I thought about the nations today, I just thought about all the traps that they're in. I thought about all the things that they're doing. They're, they're in cycles. It's like cycles of death and addiction and heartache. It's like continually sowing bad seed and reaping a harvest. But the good news is that there is forgiveness. And I I think about David in Psalm 103, when he tells himself to bless the Lord and to not forget the benefits. And the first one that he lists there is he said, who, meaning God, hath forgiven all of our iniquities. You know, that is a done deal. Jesus, the Bible says, that he drew all men unto himself. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men into me. You know, he took the sinful nature of man and it hung on the cross and he bore the sins of man. And therefore he forgave man of all their iniquity. So all the world has to do is receive what Jesus has done for them. And in return, they receive forgiveness for what he did. So let's pray today that the world will realize that they have been forgiven and that they need to receive what Jesus has done for them so they don't have to live in bondage anymore, so they don't have to be the lost sheep out there anymore. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, and we thank you that through Jesus, forgiveness has been provided for us It's already there. You have forgiven all of our iniquities. Father, help us to view ourselves as forgiven, not sinners saved by grace, but Father, new creations in Christ Jesus. That is who we are. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Father, we're we're not beggars. We're not uh, lost sheep anymore. We are forgiven. But Father, We come to you today as those that have been found, and we pray for those that are still lost. We call the nations today, Father, that they would realize that there is one Savior, and his name is Jesus. Father, we pray today that you send laborers into the harvest with the gospel, and Father, we pray that you give the nations ears to hear Father, give them eyes to see, give them hearts that they would receive the one true God. Father, we just call them out of darkness. We call them out of bondages, out of addictions, and we declare freedom for them in the name of Jesus. Father, lead them to the right people at the right time in the right places. Father, cause your church to rise up and be that great light and the salt that you have created us to be so that the nations will want to come to you and that they'll want what we have. Father, we thank you that the, that you love the nations. You're knocking on the doors of the, of the hearts of the nations 
all the time, Lord. I just see you knocking every single day and not stopping, Father, because you love the nation so much. So we just thank you for going after them today, for pursuing them and helping them to heed to your call. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Healing prayers is also found in the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray in Matthew 6. We want to go to verse 13. It says, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I was thinking about that word temptation. You know, when you have a sickness in your body and you are experiencing pain, it is a temptation for you to believe that over what is true. So today we are going to make up our minds that we are not going to let symptoms tell us that we are not healed. You know, going back to what David said in Psalm 103, he's telling his soul again, he's telling his mind, his will, his emotions, you know, because that's where we have the problem is in the unrenewed mind. He is telling himself to bless God and don't forget the benefits. Well, the next benefit that he mentions after God forgiving all of our iniquities, it says, who hath healed all of our diseases? So we are going to resist the temptation for symptoms or even bad doctor reports to tell us that we are not healed because the same way that Jesus bore our iniquities, he also bore our sickness and disease. So we're going to resist that temptation. And, you know, the Bible says to deliver us from evil. You know, sickness and disease, it's evil. It's not from God. And I love John 10, 10. It is so clear that people have had help getting that wrong. We Religion has really helped us to get that verse wrong. But if you look at that, it's so clear. It tells you where good comes from and it tells you where evil comes from. These are the words of Jesus. He said, the thief cometh not but for to kill, steal, and to destroy. He says, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So, you know, the truth is when God gave Jesus, he has delivered us from all evil. And so, again, we come to him and we just simply say yes to what his word says. And so we're going to pray for healing right now. If you're experiencing any kind of uh, sickness or disease in your body, or even in your mind, in your emotions. You know, if you have been hurt in your mind and your emotions, you know, God has healing for you. It's already been paid for. So let's just go to God in prayer and let's just position ourselves to just agree with what he said and to expect that to be manifest in our bodies. Father, we come to you believing. We thank you that we're not without help. We're not hopeless. We're not wandering around like the lost sheep, wondering what your plan is, what your purpose is. But Lord, it is clear. It is in your word that it's the thief that comes to steal from us. He wants to rob us of our health, uh, rob us of our our minds, our emotions, our, our mental health. But Father, we thank you that Jesus came to deliver us from that evil. And he said he came to give us life and life more abundantly. Father, we know there's no life in sickness and disease. So we resist that in Jesus' name. That does not belong to us as believers. And Father, we simply receive 
what Jesus did for us on the cross. He was made a curse for us so that we could be redeemed from the curse. And Father, you tell us that the redeemed are supposed to say so. So Lord, help us to get to the place where we agree with what you say about us so that we can see it come to pass. I command all symptoms to leave your bodies in Jesus name. I declare that you are the healed of the Lord because that is what God says about you. That is what Jesus did for you. And because that is what he says about you, that is our confession too. So Lord, bring us to the place where we only speak what your word says about us. And Lord, we are expecting to see it and to feel it in our bodies and in our minds in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then we want to uh, thank the Lord for hearing our prayers. And the verse we want to use for that is the last verse that Jesus uses in that prayer. And he says, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So we know that it is going to go the way that God says, because he is all powerful. He is supreme. He doesn't lie. And we are going to see his word come to pass. So, you know, again, better now than later. That's what I say. So, Father, surely come quickly in our lives today. And, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you that you've heard us today. We thank you for encouraging us today. We choose to believe you. Father, help us to love you and to love each other. And, Father, today, as, as children go in, back into school, or whether it's, it's public schools, private schools, Christian schools, home schools, Father, we thank you for going with them, keeping them safe. Father, for blessing them. And, Father, for causing them to be raised up knowing you. Father, bring children out of bad situations, out of bondages, out of captivity, Lord, and bring them into a safe place. And Lord, reveal to them that you love them because children believe. They believe. So, Father, wherever they are, just be with them and manifest yourself to them and let them know you're always with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everyone, for praying with us. And uh, you can subscribe to the free audio podcast. And we'll be back Tuesday at 1 p.m. UK time.